We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, episode 14. I am Jethro Jones, your host, and I'm excited for the second part of this interview with Cheryl Karen. I think you are really going to love it. Cheryl, once again, is a fantastic principal who's been doing a lot of things with her community. And in this episode, we learn about how she went to Africa and Peru and had great experiences with her students and being involved in that. And also how she teamed up with the Appa Sherpa Foundation and Healthy Draper to support Appa Sherpa on his 15th or 16th hike up Mount Everest. So very exciting and a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. I'd also like to talk about our sponsor for this episode, SaneBox. Please see the link in the show notes or go to bit slash ly slash principle for more information and to sign up for a free two-week trial. If you get too much email, you are going to love SaneBox. One of the best things about SaneBox this last week uh, that I noticed was that when I get email attachments that are over a certain size, SaneBox automatically strips the attachments and saves them in my Dropbox folder, which is where they will probably end up anyway. And then I don't have to worry about going to email jail, as we say in our district, where your inbox is too big for the district's requirements. So you can keep a little bit more email and save that for a little bit longer so you don't have to worry about running out of space on your email account as much. I really love SaneBox. I've been using it for a couple months and it has saved me so much time and let me focus on being a great principal and a great leader and not focus so much on being interrupted by email. I hope that you have a chance to play with it and enjoy it. Again, bit.ly slash 
principle. Give it a try. Let me know how you like it. Listeners, I'd also like to ask for your help with something. Next month, I'm giving a presentation at the Utah Coalition for Educational Technology Conference, which is a great conference that we do here in Utah. If you wouldn't mind taking a couple minutes and clicking on the link to the Busy Administrator Survey in the show notes of this episode, I would greatly appreciate it. That's what my presentation will be about, is how busy administrators use great tools to keep themselves sane and focused on being a great principal. So please take a couple minutes and fill out that survey. I'm just going to ask you for your number one best tool that helps you and ask you what category it's in and then also a link to it. Thank you so much. But we still have, you know, demographics. We have um, a trailer court. Mm -hmm. We have subsidized, huge subsidized housing apartments. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so we have some variety in our demographics. But the really nice thing about it um, is that the kids that live in these houses that you saw when you drove into the school, those people, families are very, very kind and very compassionate. We had about seven families that really needed help at Christmas time. And we just put the word out and you cannot believe the things we got for those families. And we just kind of assigned as people came in, we just said, we have some families, we need a little help. And we were flooded. And so we had to divide people up and say, you're with this group on this family. And we had bicycles and just all kinds of things that went out to those families. And it's, it's awesome. That's so good to be able to involve them in helping Mm -hmm. people within people in our own school. Yeah. Yeah, That's really neat. Um, What are some of the really great things about having interns and assistants? Even ones that change every year. Just meeting new people and having the opportunity to work with people that have great ideas themselves and, um, you know, a variety of backgrounds. Rex was special ed. Um, BJ was data. Mm -hmm. Um, Marianne is really curriculum oriented. Um, Sean, Sean came from middle school. you know, Spanish. And so, you know, just to have the opportunity to be with those people and talk to them and Mm -hmm. learn their points of view. And, and, um, they, they have, they all have something really great to contribute. They have something for me to learn from them on, on school and people and everything. So it's a great opportunity for me to be able to be with them. Yeah, that's great. Um, so at the end of each interview, I asked two questions. Mm-hmm. Number one is, uh, what is something that someone can do today to be a transformative principal like mm-hmm. you are? Wow. Um, I, I think um, mostly probably looking at the big picture of what what it really is about and what we really want what do we what do we want um, 
parents to feel when they send their kids out the door to your school. Mm -hmm. And I tell parents all the time, when you send your child out the door to this school, I want you to have joy in your heart that you are sending them to this place and that this is the best place they could be. And so putting that up, you know, as that's really what we're here about makes all of the other stuff more clear as to what your priorities are and what's really important. And um, so I I think just being able to look at the big picture Mm -hmm. to see what it is that we're really doing. We We are wanting the kids, when they walk out of this door, to have all the academic skills and the social skills um, that they need to be successful yeah. and to be ready for college and careers and be on their way and have all of those skills that they need. Yeah. And you know, kids come to school with great social skills and they come to school with no social skills. <laughs> yeah. And you want everybody to walk out with you know, this, those skills that they need to, right. um, to move on and, and to, to do well. Yeah. And that gives you the, the perspective to say is, is what we're doing contributing to the success of our school exactly. and the feeling of our students feeling like this is the right. best place. Yep. And if we're doing something that doesn't contribute mm-hmm. to that, then why, why are we, we doing stop. it? Yeah. yeah. Get it, sure. get it out, you know, don't do it. And, and that's what I hope every day when I come to school, that the things that I am doing are contributing to that. Mm-hmm. And if I am doing things that are spinning my wheels, then stop it. Mm-hmm. And I've had to stop myself, say, why am I doing this? You know, this isn't, this is really not what we're about. I'm spending too much time on that. Right. I need to focus on what's really important. Yeah. So sometimes that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Um, especially if you really like some of those things or yeah. if somebody really yeah. likes some of those other yeah. things that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last question is, you got a lot of good stuff in here. So <laughs> what is something in your office that is unique mm. to you or is meaningful to you that you want to tell us a little story about? Huh. Well, let's see. Because um, you got like a hundred medals I over there. I do have a million medals. And got this awesome statue. <laughs> Some cool stuff behind me mm-hmm. here. There's pictures of people on mountains. Yeah. Well, um, so let's do, let's look at these pictures over here. This is a um, picture of um, now I've forgotten his name that um, hiked uh, Mount Everest. Um, he came here from Nepal and brought his two children. Tenzing? No. Oh, that's uh, my son's name. Apasherpa. Apasherpa. Okay. Okay. Never come to me in a minute. There's another one here in Utah. Tenzing? Tenzing. Uh I don't remember his last name, but, Hmm. um, Tenzing Norgay was the guy who climbed Mount Everest and helped him and Hillary get up. And we named my son after him. Awesome. So That's cool. One day my wife that. wants to climb Mount Everest. We'll see if All right. we're ever rich enough for okay. that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> or brave enough. Yeah, or brave enough. I'm not enough. sure that you need more money than you do, you know, right. just guts to do it. Um, that was always um, a dream of my husband that passed away, mm-hmm. that that passed away on a mountain. Oh. And... Um, 
So Apisherpet came here, and he brought his two children, and one of them was in sixth grade. And um, so we kind of did a little partnership with him, and he came and talked. I had him come and talk to the kids about what he did. He wanted to come here to give his kids a better education and mm-hmm. a better life. And um, he could speak a little broken English. His kids got pretty good. His wife, um, she struggled. Uh-huh. And he lived with a, a man, um, Micah, in our neighborhood who didn't have children. But anyway, his daughter came here. He came. And so we, I said, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. We are going to do something. I'm not sure what. What are some ideas? And we, and so he came and, and did a few presentations. And while he was here, um, he was doing his 17th hike to Mount Everest and it was a world record. And so we, um, you can see him there on that picture. That is a, we had, uh, one of the teacher's daughters draw that, um, and make that into a bulletin board, the picture of Mount Everest. And then we made little um, tiny um, people front and put the teachers' heads on them. Mm-hmm. And then we counted. We were uh, we teamed up with Dr- Healthy Draper, and Healthy Draper bought a um, pedometer for every student in the school. Wow! And then we tracked how much we walked, and so um, Micah um, set up a. Um, and that hits him in the plaid shirt. He set up a blog mm-hmm. on the base camp of Mount Everest. And he blogged to us every day how, how far they went. And we figured out how many steps that was. And so we would do the, that many steps every day. Oh, wow. And so we would do the steps. And as they did the steps, they would get up to the top of, of Mount Everest when Apisherpa did. Wow. And so this is Apisherpa. He's, I think he's signing our bulletin board mm-hmm. um, there. So this was on a bulletin board in the school. Wow. So that was one of the things that we teamed up with Healthy Draper, and then we did that with Apisherpa. And it was just, it was a fun thing. And so everybody was counting all of their steps with that their pedometers, so cool. and we were recording it. And that was a, a really wow. fun activity. I've gone to Peru and to Africa, and we did some service projects. The kids did service projects, wrote books, and wow. those kinds of things. And I took um, I took dolls to Africa. Um, the kids wrote books when I went to Peru. They wrote these books, and um, we had 30 parents translate for us. And so they would write the book, and so on one um so you can see on this one at the top is in Spanish and in the bottom mm-hmm. is in English. So the kids wrote the English part, and then um, we had 30 parents that worked on doing the translations, and then we made these into books, wow. and I took them to Peru, to a school in Peru. How cool is that? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we did, we've done a bunch of things like that with other countries. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so when you... Uh, have opportunities to travel, then you make it something that your whole right. school is involved uh-huh. in, and make they get to s- experience mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, even if vicariously, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. It's been we've had some really heart rendering experiences. With the first year I was here, I went to Africa, and I um, 
the parents said, well, you know, well, we want to be involved in that. And I went, well, <laughs> what does that look like to you? And they said, we don't know, but you better figure it out because uh-huh. we want to be involved in your service project. I went for three months to Africa, and they said, uh-huh. we we want to be involved in that. So I um, talked to the people that I was doing the service with, and um, the kids made dolls. And um, I had a dad that owned a T-shirt company Mm -hmm. and made T-shirts. And I asked him if he would um, let us buy, if he would buy the T-shirt, black T-shirt material, Mm -hmm. and um, let us buy it at his cost. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, I will donate it to you. And if you'll give me the pattern, I will cut them out for you and, and have them all ready and then we had moms that sewed them. And the, wow. the kids, um, we had, I think we had about 30 moms that sewed the dolls. We had 700 dolls, 750 dolls that year. And we had um, moms that sewed them and left a little opening. And then we had uh, moms that went up to the, um, what is that uh, nursery that has, oh, Cactus and Tropicals. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this. When they send cactus and tropical plants, they pack them in batting so they won't be ruined. So they went up there and asked them if they could have all of their batting. And pick all the little cactus points out. I don't know. (laughs) So they went and got their batting, and we used that to stuff all of the dolls. And then um, we asked parents to donate, like, buttons and yarn and stuff so they could make hair. Mm-hmm. So the kids made hair and they made their clothes and dresses. And then some of them drew hearts on them and mm-hmm. said, you know, from my heart to your heart, that kind of stuff. And wow. we had, you know, assemblies where we had people come and talk about where they were going and that these children had no toys. They had nothing. And, and it, you know, and then we had each class come down and put their dolls in a basket with the their name on it seriously some of the kids were kissing the dolls and crying and putting them in the baskets i mean it was just the most touching experience wow. to to see that and so that was my first year here and i thought wow you know i'm not going to be able to go anywhere <laughs> without how are you, you going to build on that right yeah exactly <laughs> and i i went to peru and i was telling the pta i'm I'm trying to find a school that I can, you know, get to with. And, and I've had, um, I talked to the director of education in Peru mm-hmm. and we're trying to connect. And he gave me a school, but I felt like it had too much money. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't really what I wanted. And, and anyway, we're ta- having this big discussion. And, and so the PTA meeting was over and the lady that was sitting next to me said, I'm from Peru. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? She goes, I said, awesome. Do you want to come? She goes, no, I don't want to be anywhere involved in your project. I have too many things, but I will give you the name of my aunt and her children go to this school and it's in way out in the sticks. They've probably never seen a white person before and you could talk to her. And I said, wow, really? Do you sure you don't want to come with me? And I, mean, I talked to her for a long time. She said, absolutely not. Nope, nope. Here's the, here's the thing. You do it. So I um, went home 
And um, the next day, maybe two days later, she called me and she said, I have to go to Peru. I can't, it will, it's, it's, I, it won't leave me. I have to go. So I'm going to Peru. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so her and I, Sasha Johnson and I just, you know, organized the whole thing and she organized the parents to do the books and contacted the school and made arrangements. We went and did the service project. Uh, they did more for us. Uh, seriously, I was embarrassed when I got there because they had this huge production and they, it was all outside on this concrete, you know, and they had costumes and dancing and singing. And I was like, wait, we're supposed to come and serve you, and you're just giving us this right. big, you know, thing. It lasted like three hours, and they made me dance, and they got me, you know, they, I mean, it was just unbelievably overwhelming. I, in fact, they still laugh. They said, you were just sitting there in a, with, just in a daze, like you had no idea what to do, yeah. and I didn't, because I <laughs> thought I was coming to serve them, and really, they served us, and yeah. we did go in the classrooms and read and give some lessons and give them their books and that, but it was just such a drop in the bucket to what wow. they did for us. It was amazing. That is amazing. That, so I've had some really amazing experiences with the community and the um, the owner of Nitro Circus, his kids go to our school, so we've oh. had some Nitro Circus adventures That's and cool. <laughs> things like that. Yeah, That's so awesome. we've had some. I've just had some amazing, amazing experiences being yeah. a principal, and it's it's a job I love. And yeah. Um, um, so I said that was my last question, but now yeah. I have another one. Okay. <laughs> um, how do you uh, establish these relationships where you can ask for things and where um, you know about things that people mm -hmm. can do? You know, is that is that going back to your community I think, building? Yeah, I think it goes back to the community building. And I think that if people see a purpose and a passion they're ready to get on your boat, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, I'll go to the PTA or to the school community council and say, I have this great idea, mm -hmm. you know, and this is what I see that we want to do. And it will be so cool. And they, and convince them that it's the greatest thing. And then right. I say, so now this is what we need. <laughs> this, all these things and this amount of money. Um, one time we did a, a thing with BYU where, um, we, uh, teamed up with a dance instructor and she was, I think she was the department chair and she came and connected our meet the masters art with dance. And so every single class, um, picked a, um, a master and, um, she put that together with some music and then the kids created a dance, their own dance wow. that had to do with, and it, and also tied in their curriculum. Mm -hmm. So it had a curriculum tie, an art tie and a music tie, and they created the dance. And so I, you know, talked to my school community council and said, you know, this is what we need for it. And they were so excited. And it was just an amazing experience. Wow. And, um, 
and we did that. We did that and pulled it off, and it was um, so amazing that I'm not sure all the parents got to see it. We had so many people. Mm-hmm. We had this great idea for rotation, and people wouldn't leave when their uh-huh. children <laughs> were done. <laughs> and so, you know, that was that was one of the drawbacks. But it it was. You know, so I think that if you have a passion mm-hmm. for something, you have an idea and a passion for it and a vision as to how it can be completed, that people get on the bandwagon with it and yeah. they know that you're, you have their children's best interest in mind and they're like, yeah, she's got great ideas. Let's, let's follow her. I'm going to help her. And, and then they get their friends, and pretty soon you have this whole group of people that are ready to to move it. Yeah. So, wow. but I think it you have to have that passion and that vision of something. And I'm always thinking up something to do. Right. <laughs> and you got to be able to to sell that. Yes, idea you too, do. You have to sell important. it with the parents. You have to relate it to them. What mm-hmm. is this going to do? to make your child a better person? What are some things that are really, that your child is really going to get out of that? And if parents see that there's something that their child is going to benefit from that, they're right for it. Yeah. I've gotten my parents to do amazing things for us. And we have talented parents and they can do lots of things. And so I don't let them sit around. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cheryl, thank you so much for your time well, today. Thank you. And I have learned a ton, and I'm way more excited about being a principal than I think I have. You'll be ever a great been, principal. So. You'll be a great principal. Thank you. <laughs> Another great interview. I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to talk with Cheryl Karen. She is an amazing principal, and she's taught me a lot in my career here. After finishing this episode, I'd love it if you would tell your friends about it. Please share on Twitter and Facebook. Please follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. You can also follow Cheryl Karen on Twitter at Cheryl Karen. S-H-A-R-Y-L-E-K-A-R-R-E-N. And please make sure you share this with your other principal friends and let them know how much of a help it has been to you. And I would also like to thank our sponsor, Transform... Nope, this is the Transformative Principal Podcast. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, SaneBox, for helping us out. I hope it can help you out as well. Also, if you have a minute, please take the Busy Administrator Survey in the show notes. Thank you. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? 
you need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.